0: Dan Dickow here, Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, uh, this spring, we're taking a deep dive on the Gonzaga roster, both through podcast videos as well as through articles by our great journalists on staff. So um, we've already broken down the backcourt with uh, Nolan Hickman's returning, as well as the addition of Ryan Nemhart, and then talked about the... Uh, question of, is Malachi Smith going to be back uh, as well uh, as the departure of Dom Harris and the expired eligibility of Razier Bolton? Today, we're going to focus a little bit on the front court, uh, mostly the bigs. We'll do another one where we talk about wings uh, later on. But when you look at Gonzaga's front court, they lost the best player in recent college basketball history. And that would be Gonzaga's all-time leading scorer, Drew Timmy. Averaged 21 a game last season, uh, over seven rebounds while he became just an absolute um, star for the ages at Gonzaga. It's kind of one of those things where, you know, to replace him is going to be unbelievably difficult um, because of all the things that he did. But it's also going to be a fun challenge for this coaching staff. Uh, Gonzaga played in such a way over the last couple of years that really accentuate his strengths. Um, And I'm not saying it took away from other guys opportunities. But when you've got such a good player on the interior, you take advantage uh, and and you make the most of it. I think Gonzaga did, but it's going to open up some opportunities for some other guys uh, leading forward. But Drew Timmy's gone. Efton Reed, who transferred in from LSU, transferred out once again and the transfer portal ended up at wake forest alongside hunter salas but he didn't make the impact that many uh myself included were hoping and thought that he would have only 25 games a season ago about two points a game um so not a lot of uh you know uh, shock that he moved on the the questions now become does anton watson return uh he's currently uh preparing for NBA draft workouts. He will compete at the NBA G League combine in Chicago uh, in the middle of May and see what type of NBA uh feedback that he gets because he has another year of eligibility where he could come back uh and work on some of the holes of his game to give him a chance to play at the next level. But Average over 11 a game, six rebounds a game a season ago, over 61% from the field. You know, Just looking at his game, he's had shown tremendous growth over the last few years. But it's fun when you look at, hey, where was he good? Where was he best at? Where can he get better? Well, defensively, he's been as good of defensive player who's got versatility as you can imagine over the last couple of years. I mean, he could guard one through five. Uh, he could rebound. He had a tremendous feel for the game as far as spacing and passing for a big. Um, the and he, he showed the ability to put the ball on the deck a little bit and, and score in transition as well as, you know, when they closed out hard, uh, take take advantage, one dribble pull-ups, uh, one dribble float game. So he, he's shown that, but I think for him to have success at the NBA level is he's got to show the ability uh, to make shots from the three-point line. Only shot at about 33%, 34% on the season with limited attempts, but if he could prove and show that his mechanics Uh, In his jump shot um, will give you thought that he will be a good shooter down the road. I think he becomes really enticing for NBA teams as a kind of three and D type guy with good size athleticism with a great understanding and IQ of the game but that that's going to be interesting to see if he comes back or not. Abe Eagle, Colby Brooks, two walk-ons had uh, some opportunities to play minutes a a season ago. Uh, Not sure if they'll be in the rotation next year. But when you look at what the rotation is going to be and what it could possibly be, you look at three guys. Ben Gregg. I thought Ben Gregg uh, had a really nice year uh, a season ago where he showed some really good flashes. he's, he's tough. He doesn't back down from a challenge. He's skilled uh, shot at over 38% from the three point line. I think that's going to get better uh, with even more of a defined role and even more of uh, an opportunity to play lengthy minutes. Um, You know, so I I think he's got a big opportunity in front of him. Uh, Graham EK, the transfer from Wyoming, Uh, I think Gonzaga fans are really going to be pleased with this addition. A left-handed low post interior score uh, averaged over 19 points, nine rebounds at Wyoming two season two seasons ago, while he was all mountain West conference was the preseason player of the year last year, um, but got hurt early um, before games began. So he missed all of last season, but. He can score on the low block. He can play out of elbow actions. He can play in pick and rolls, dive or pop, because he understands spacing. Uh, He's good guarding pick and rolls. Uh, He's good guarding on the interior, 6'9", 6'10", with about a 7'4 wingspan. Um, Not the most vertical athlete, but he uses his length and and uses uh, his IQ really well to impact things on the defensive end of the floor. I think Gonzaga may have gotten the steal in the transfer portal, because had he played last season. He probably would be moving on to the NBA uh, if he were healthy or giving it a full shot at the NBA. Obviously, coming off an injury like he did last year, uh, he wasn't going to put his name in the portal. But um, those two for sure are going to get big minutes. Uh, another uh, player who should get a, an opportunity next year, uh, a freshman who redshirted this past season out of Chicago, where he was the Gatorade State Player of the Year uh, in the state of Illinois, Braden Huff. 6'10", 6'11". Um, when I was at practice, seemed to have gotten better throughout the course of the year. He's got a good feel for the game. Uh, he's got good touch around the rim. Um, you know, the the reports are that that he was really buying into the weight room work and really becoming uh, a solid player by the end of the year in practice. So they've got high hopes for him. But I, but I think part of what is going to be happening here at Gonzaga in the next, you know, short bit is Waiting to see if Anton Watson is returning, as well as seeing what opportunities are still out there in the transfer portal. Uh, As of now, we record this on Monday, May 8th. There's a couple days left uh, in the transfer portal for players to put their name in. Um, But, you know, I think a big piece is waiting to see what Anton Watson is doing Uh, and some of the bigger names. Uh, that are in the transfer portal, I would imagine are probably also holding off to see if players go back to their schools, similar to what um, Anton Watson is doing. But a name that you know keeps popping up that I think would be a tremendous addition for Gonzaga uh, is Grant Nelson from North Dakota State, uh, an unbelievably talented big at about 6'11", uh, pretty fluid athlete. Um, can shoot it, can put the ball on the deck. Um, you know, out in the Summit League, he would have been the player of the year last year if it were not for Max Aismith, uh, who averaged about 23, 24 points a game. But Grant Nelson, I think, would be a great addition uh, if Gonzaga is still looking for one more front court player uh, in that transfer portal. So there you go. There's a little bit of my outlook for the front court of Gonzaga. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, thanks for listening.